0: You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. And I am Emily Ledum. And you're listening to Real Presence Live. This morning we're broadcasting from the Cathedral of St. Joseph here in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We do have a quick programming note beginning Monday morning during the first part of our Real Presence Live show from 9 to 9.30 Central. We'll be broadcasting daily Mass celebrated by one of our local priests live on the radio and on Facebook Live. For more details, that will be coming out. Check your emails, Facebook, yada, yada. Also, RPR is bringing you an extra broadcast of the Mass beginning Sunday at 1030 Central, along with the EWTN Daily Mass, Monday through Friday, following the chaplet at 3.
1: People are doing awesome things, getting our spiritual invitations out there, our masses out there, our rosaries out there. Uh, Speaking of rosaries, we have Kristen Riley on the phone with us from One Hail Mary at a Time. Kristen, thank you so much for giving some time amidst your crazy schedule to join us right now. Oh my gosh, this is great. Thank you so much for having me. I love this. Are you quarantined? <laughs>
2: totally. <laughs> so totally. I yes, we actually started quarantine like probably a week and a
1: half ago. A week ago. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Where do you live yeah. again? <clears throat> so we are in Chicago. Okay. Yeah, so you're kind of right in a in a big hub of all of it. So um, we're going to talk about that in a, in a few minutes. We would love to just hear, particularly because of your love of the rosary. We're going to talk about how that has come into a new uh, into play in even a bigger way in light of the current outbreak. But first of all, tell us a little <laughs> bit about yourself, about who you are. Give us the highlights. Oh, <laughs> sorry, he <has> a of
2: quarantine, so he's a little <laughs> at the door. Um, one Hill Mary actually it came about because we had left our community in the city and we had moved out to the suburbs. And being a working mom and having that community that I, every week we would get together and we'd create the rosary. And it really blossomed into these close, authentic friendships because we all would pray for one another. And when we'd meet, we would share our prayer intentions And so we really kind of knew what was on everybody's heart. And when we moved, I knew that given at this time we were expecting number six, I just felt kind of communityless. And I, and I just know it takes a long time to build community, especially in a new area. And I didn't, I, I wanted to provide more of a voice for the working mom, even though all moms work. So it's just different. There's <laughs> just different yep. ways of how we yep. work. But um, more from like the mom that has a corporate schedule or has to go into a school or a hospital or and is also trying to juggle family life with prayer life. Yes. And so it really it really came together because I was searching for a community, a voice for the working mom. And then also Rosary has just brought so many blessings to our family. And I mm-hmm. just felt like it wasn't fair for me not to share. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I've, Chris and I've been following you on Instagram for probably like three years or so. And um, oh one God, of the God. things I know, isn't that fun? I'm kind of That's fangirling so nice. a little Thank bit you. over here. I'm trying to stay calm. But um, no, but I think one of the things that I have um, just found a lot of encouragement in you is you're a bit ahead of me kind of in family life and, and, and stage in that regard. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. you really share a lot about Just the realities of, and as a fellow working mom, I've resonated with a lot of it, uh, the realities of uh, being a working mom and just finding balance amidst that, the way that you uphold your husband as really your partner in your family life, that kind of thing. Um, And I know one of the questions that um, you often get asked is, how do you balance it all? How do you and your husband balance all of the things that are kind of on your plate? What would you say to that? Uh. (laughs) One one Hail Mary at a time?
2: (laughs) It's it's so hard. It's just so hard. And I think I get better at it, but then something else comes up. Um, I think, for one, you have to get really good at figuring out your priorities as a family because there's just so much coming at us all the time. And... I mean that for every family, like, the expectations just seem to be so grand, especially if you are scrolling social media. And um, so I would say, for one, we have help. So we have a full-time nanny, and then we also have four kids in school. And then my husband has a very flexible schedule. So he runs his own company, and so he can kind of have a little bit more control over those hours. So he's actually mm-hmm. the one that ensures that they get on the bus at 830. And he's always tried to, us always tries to be home by four o'clock when they get off the bus. Wow. But mm-hmm. we both have fairly flexible schedules. I work in sales in corporate lending. And so I have a little bit of flexibility too. And that, that's really how we make it work. Mm-hmm. And then just, Saying no to a lot and failing a lot too, and just really try—I try to concentrate on just being present and in, in the moment and letting go of everything else. Because mm-hmm. if you were trying to do everything, you just—I—I I, don't—I don't think that can be done. That's not what I'm trying to achieve. But I think there's a few things that you can do well.
1: mm Hmm. And I think what you're hitting at is there's letting go of those things that we just simply need to let go of. This idea that we have to have everything kind of perfectly put together. And um, yeah, I think just some of the realness that you share on your various platforms um, and places of encouragement to other moms uh, that you're, yeah, we're not alone in this and nobody's doing it perfectly. And and mm-hmm. that's where I think your tagline of just we're taking it one Hail Mary at mm-hmm. a time mm-hmm. um, is just yeah. so beautifully, yeah. beautifully refreshing um, to so many people. So um, you kind of <laughs> mentioned that the idea of One Hail Mary came at a time came from this desire for deepening community, deepening friendship. Um, You've been doing it for for how long?
2: So, you know, I think it is like three years. A little over three years. Okay. Yeah. yeah.
1: So in that three years, can you share a bit of the fruit that you've seen in the last couple of years as that community has taken off?
2: Yes. Oh. I really feel like they're the nicest people on the Internet. <laughs>
1: like, some of
2: them are just... I, I think that what I've learned from being so real and vulnerable is how many are truthfully struggling. There mm-hmm. are, like, so many, and I would say on an average basis. So now we submit and we say that. We, we have a prayer intention on our site where you can go and submit and we probably get 200 a day. And when you start reading these, by the time you get to like the sixth or seventh one, you're almost in tears because Mm. there are just so many people out there that are struggling and they feel alone or they're suffering in silence. Or I, I think that we just pushed perfection to a level that is just not at all attainable. And, we need to be more real and honest and forthright um, with one another. And I, I think that's if you can start a rosary group or even, like, have a rosary buddy and you start sharing, like, well, what would you like me to pray for, it really kind of gets to the heart of who that person is and what they're dealing with and struggling with. Versus when that doesn't happen, it seems, especially as a woman, we... We don't like to admit our weaknesses or our failings, or this is hard. And so I would say, um, there's there's so many fruits. So the people, amazing, Uh, just meeting them and and, and getting to know them. And then I would also say, like, the stories. So just yesterday when we prayed live because the Pope had said everybody should gather, um... You know, it was 3 p.m. Central time yesterday. But someone messaged me after, and it said, my dad hasn't prayed or been to church in 25 years, and he just picked up the rosary yesterday as you were doing oh my the goodness. live rosary. Hmm. Yeah, oh so goodness. I think it's like Instagram, it, it, it helps, the social media helps, because people can kind of spy in a way <laughs> that, right? Like where it's like, Yes. You know, I think a lot of people don't feel comfortable walking into a church and saying, you know, Father, I need help, or or I don't know how to do this, or I would like to know how to do this, whereas, like, they can kind of spy and watch, and then there's so many have really learned through just watching it um, yes. and, and, and seeing me do it. Um, but, yeah, and also just so many miracles. I mean, and also there's, I think just the overall takeaway, though, is that we're all human and that we're all struggling and dealing with something, and just to really reach out to people instead of coming from a place of judgment, but from a place of compassion, and Mm -hmm. I think that's what people are really seeking.
1: Oh, yes. Chris and I have a podcast called Lead Them to Life, and I'm totally going to talk you into coming on, on, on the podcast, just to, to unpack that a little bit more. Um, and if you're just tuning in now, you're listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Emily Liedem. And I'm Heather Carroll. And we are having a conversation with Kristen Riley, um, the founder of One Hail Mary at a Time, which really is a kind of a missionary, um, a missionary mindset to get people across the world praying the rosary together. Um, Kristen, you had just mentioned yesterday the Pope's invitation to pray the rosary, a worldwide rosary. Uh, it was 3 p.m. central, 9 p.m. whatever Rome time Italy. is, yeah. Italy time. Um, can you talk a little bit about, um, particularly because you're just, you're so rooted in the rosary as, as a deep devotion for you. What do you think the rosary, um, what's the role of the rosary right now amidst kind of the current pandemic of the world? What was your experience yesterday of Pope Francis's invitation for the world to pray together? Mm. Uh,
2: just, I think it's just uniting all of our spirits and going to his mother. I, When you think when you're in a crisis or you're sick or something's really scary, the first person you want to go to is your mother.
0: Yeah. You want your mom.
2: Yeah. And yeah. I feel like she's just, she just wants you to love her and come to her and love her son. And I think, The rosary, it it really unites us in those sufferings and in what we're dealing with. And I can't not think that Mary is not, like, knocking on God's door right now, (laughs) saying, I'm interceding for all these people. Please hear their prayers. Mm -hmm. And so I'm, I'm really grateful that the Pope said, you know, let's all gather and pray the rosary, because I really do think it is, People like to call it the weapon, but I think it really does disrupt the devil, and I think it's because it allows us to really kind of go inside ourselves and Mm -hmm. um, love God, love Jesus, love His mother. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: How would you describe your relationship with Our Lady? Is it a motherly relationship to you? Do you find friendship with her? Do you find sisterhood with her? How would you describe your your relationship with her?
2: It's such a good question because I know some people it, that that can be like a difficult connection for them, um, especially yeah, because those may, are, they
1: might not feel a relationship, yeah. Right, or,
2: or people that are um, coming into the church, like right, that Mary sometimes can be the struggle. I have actually always viewed her as somebody very, very strong and someone that almost in a way I idolize because I feel like God gave us her because she's the example for all of us. And so I really see her as this like great, leader and almost this grand intermediary that yeah. is there to help us, but also in a way that's, like, very compassionate and humble. You know, I, I it's not something that you typically see. I fear more as, like, a hero, I suppose.
1: hmm hmm
0: My question for you is, um, you know, I think a lot of times – we look at um, someone like you that has so much on your plate and you have yeah. a lot of responsibilities and you have a lot of seven children. Um, mm-hmm. For me, um, it's inspirational that to watch that even though your life isn't quote-unquote perfect, you still find the time to do the rosary. How did you decide that a rosary every day was the thing for you?
2: So it was... We've been praying the rosary now as a family. It's been eight years. And how we came into it, so other people know, my husband and I, before we were married, even three years into marriage, we had never prayed together. We got married in the Catholic Church, but we had never prayed together. Things became really stressful. It was 2011. The market was crashing. We both worked in finance and banking. And we had just bought a house. We were expecting our third child, and my husband lost his job. And so it was just a really scary time, and I felt like my life had been flipped upside down. <laughs> That's not, I didn't envision that I would be this working mom that would be the financial security for my family. And, um, and so my mom had mentioned for Lent, you guys should try and start praying the rosary, try to pray every day. And it was the one thing I swear has, like, kept us together, especially during those four years that she was trying to Build a company, build a business, and we didn't. You could just surrender your worries every night as a family, and and that's the the greatest fruit that I hear from thousands of others that have found the live rosary that have started praying it. Is the greatest gift that she will give you is peace. Mm. So you you pray the rosary. I love it. You can start the day or even just ten Hail Marys, one Hail Mary, wherever you start. But you'll find that if you do that, you feel like you have this advocate that you can surrender all your worries to and just have faith. It will all work out. And I, it, it won't always make sense in the moment, but now that I look back, I'm just like, whoa. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> she was going mm-hmm. there the whole time. Yeah.
0: So, so if, if yeah. people wanted to join you one Hail Mary at a time, can you tell them where they can find you and how we can pray together?
2: Oh, sure. Yeah. So you can find me on Instagram at One Hill Mary at a time or on Facebook. And then we're also on YouTube as well at One Hill Mary at a time. And that's where we put the recorded live version. But if you want to join us live, we do it at Many Hill Marys at a time on Instagram.
1: Which I think you just went live actually a few minutes ago. So if you're listening yeah. right now, you might still be yeah, able to we're... come in on the halfway through over at Many Hill yeah. Marys at a time. You have a friend kind of leading that this morning over there. So um yes yeah once you're done listening to yes yes which is just so beautiful so beautiful well Kristen, it was an absolute joy to have you on i love just your your (laughs) bit about peace and uh know that i'll be reaching out to you to come on the podcast as well so um thank you so much and uh yeah continue to pray for us and know of our continued prayers for you Kristen. this
2: is wonderful
0: (laughs) you guys thank you guys Thank you so much. God bless you. All right. Time for another break. And up next, we invite you to join us in praying the rosary live on air. We've just had a beautiful conversation with Kristen about returning to the rosary. So if it's been a while since you have prayed, this devotion now is a great time to join in, especially as we continue through this coronavirus outbreak. So stay tuned with us. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes with Father Nick Nelson of the Diocese of Duluth He'll be leading us in the rosary. We'll be right back. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.